to be back with you. It's been a really fun week. The podcast has gotten great reviews from my friends and family. (laughs) So keep spreading the word. If you love it, I'm so glad and thank you. And please share it to your story and just say something you love about it. Also, please subscribe, rate, and review. Most people do that at the end of their podcast, but I'm just going to do it right from the jump. Anyway, it's been a really fun week because Halloween is coming up, A, and I have a lot to look forward to there. We're throwing a little safe soiree, and so every day I've been getting packages, and my husband's like, you're really shopping a lot. I'm like, yeah, we're having a party. He's like, yeah, well, you know, just just keep an eye on it. And I'm like, okay, mind your own business. Also, not to mention, he just ordered an iPad. And those don't run cheap. I'm not sure if you guys have heard, but they're like $6.50. I said, honey, did you want to run that by me? Or did you just feel like you've been working hard and you deserve it? He said, pretty much didn't think about it at all. So I had an upgrade on our plan and just went for it. And he's like, it's only 50 bucks a month. I said, for how many months? He says, through the end of the year. I'm like, so that's $600? Yeah. I'm like, he's like, yeah, I probably should have, probably should have talked to you about that. I said, yeah, I probably should have. Anyway, it's all good. You know, this way I get a new Apple watch. So, so we're going to go to the Apple store later and really throw down. And I have a hankering for some new ear pods. I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but I think my dog is. We were running home from the dog park from one of his workouts, since all of you are so concerned with his fitness regime. He works out for an hour a day and at the dog park. And we were sometimes he has trouble coming home because he's so tired. He gets on bad behavior and he's a little distracted about how to get home and the fact that we're going home. And I have to grab a stick and like hold out in front of him as I do like a light little jog downhill. So he chases the stick and that's how I get him home. Okay. Now, occasionally this backfires because I want to bring the stick inside. And Wes, that's my husband, really doesn't love having stick shards inside. Can't imagine why. So it's not always the best of situations. But one time in particular, when I was trying to get the dog home, we were running downhill and I wear a fanny pack to the dog park because. You know, I'm a G like that. And so I wear the fanny pack and I guess I hadn't zipped it up. So I don't even realize this, but a day later we're on. So we get home, whatever, everything's fine. We get home and the next day I'm headed out for a walk and emojis getting into something when we get outside. Like it's by the, it's by the curb in, in our neighborhood, like near our house. And he's chewing on something. I'm like, come on, buddy, come on. And this dog pops his head up and he has my earbuds in his mouth. And not the buds themselves, but the case. And I'm like, he's a freaking wizard. Didn't even know that I had lost them. They must have come flying out of my fanning pack when I was going for like an extreme triathlon run with him in the stick. 
And he found them. They were intact, not chewed up, not wet. I mean, I wouldn't have even ever known where they went. It would have been the most perplexing thing. And I really pride myself on not losing things. Like, I never leave sunglasses behind. It's just one of my best characteristics as a wife. So this really would have damaged my record had we lost the earbuds. Anyways, somewhere along the line, he got to them again, and then he did chew on. However, they still work. So I think my fanny pack storage situation for the earbuds is not ideal. But the good news is I think I'm going to get a new pair today along with a new Apple Watch because quarantine has made me a little, little plump. I'm sure I'm not the only one in that boat. Hashtag love yourself. Anyway, you already heard my spiel on that last week. And speaking of last week, or last episode, I should say, because I'm still sort of figuring out the scheduling of when all of this is going to come out and how frequently and all of that, how much I can commit to, I got some feedback from my followers regarding the podcast, what they liked and what they didn't like. And one of the things that you guys didn't like, which I believe is a fault of your own, is that you thought I should do like more current events up front and then go into the shows, which I, I see your point. Cause if you don't watch the show and you just want to turn me off, well, good news today, folks, because I watched this week's episode of real housewives of orange County, where Bronwyn tells Shannon that she's an alcoholic and all that. And other than that, there's nothing to discuss because it was the most boring episode I've ever seen. I wanted to literally gouge my eyes out. So no worries there. We won't be going deep into that. The only thing I did want to say about Housewives, I have a little bit of Housewives news. It's going to be about a minute or two or five, and then we're going to be done with Housewives. So stick with me for the straight men. Okay, so I did want to put it on the record that I do think Bronwyn has the best confessional look and so does kelly she looks nice and emily looks pretty too but i really like bronwyn's off the shoulder white number that's working for me even though it looks like it's from that store misguided which is like you know twenty dollars an item i'm down for it and again go to big blonde hair if you're wondering where things come from or if you want to shop any of the bravo looks i mean i don't get a kickback from her but I just feel like it's such a strong resource for all your needs. She also credits people like Caroline Stanberry and some of the other girls on other shows too. So that's kind of fun to visit. Okay, you guys. So the other part of housewives news and updates I want to give you is about Erica Jane. Sister has been getting into some hot water lately. And as you may know, if you follow my stories, I've dressed up like Erica Jane a minimum of three times. I'm trying to think. I did the Christmas one. I did the swimsuit one. And I did her blue dress. And I almost feel like there's another one. Oh, there is another one. I did the Moschino squiggly hat and squiggly jacket look that looked like it was drawn on. So go to my Instagram at Lindsay Evans Studio if you haven't seen those. But anyway, I dress up as her four times. I tag her in everything. I think it's pretty flattering that I'm dressing up as her. I've also wished her a happy birthday. I've also called her mother. I've also said that my goal in two years is to be able to do the splits like her so that I can do real impressions of her in bodysuits. I don't think that's too much to strive for. And have never once 
received a post, a tag, a reply, and I know she's seen it because you know you can see who sees. However, she will repost stuff from like gay guys or, you know, fans. I don't know. Other fans. She will not do mine. I think she feels like I'm trying to ride her coattails. Yes, I am giving myself that much credit that she is threatened by me. But how she got herself into hot water was there's this meme account that I forget the name of, but it's like, you know, one of these like best of Bravo ones or whatever. But basically they fo- they post photos of the girls from the show and then like add a, add a caption. It's a meme. They did one of all the girls in that pink rotate dress. So Robin on Potomac just wore it. And then Lisa Rinna and Erica had shown up to that party at Erica's house in that rotate dress. And it was a big thing of the season. So now Robin wore it too. Technically she wore it first because they filmed before her. And this girl did like a really nice, like cute pink ladies meme and Erica posted it, but didn't tag her. And the girl asked really nicely for credit. She said like, I'm a huge fan, blah, blah, blah. Would love if you could give me some credit. And Erica, you know, what I think she should have done was not responded at all if she didn't want to give the girl credit and just pretended she didn't see it. But instead she clapped back like real bitchy and was like, it's actually not your photo. It's Bravo's photo and blah, blah, blah. Real bratty. I'm like, oh my God, Mr. Girardi clearly, you know, is not giving her the good stuff because this woman needs to get laid. If you're going to be bitter at a fan for posting a meme of you, I mean... It's 2020, folks. We have bigger problems than that. So it came off real petty. It was real unlikable. And the fans also don't like that she hasn't tagged me in anything. They're upset about that, too. So her whole PR team needs to be reevaluated. The, like, bitchy, aspirational thing is not working. And I'm no longer stretching to do the splits because I don't think she's going to be getting many more impressions from this inflexible gal right here. I mean... If you've seen me in a Pilates class, you would know that I can barely move as it is. So my husband's so lucky. And then the last thing about Erica is that she recently posts a picture of like herself in this pink dress. And I believe it's the Giambattista Valli collab with H&M from several years ago. And it says pink Barbie. Erica has a pink Barbie or something. And I'm thinking... What the F is happening? Erica Jane is wearing H&M. Get out of here. This is a dress any of us could have had. Kendall Jenner is the one who originally advertised it, like, for the collab. But that was years ago. I'm not sure why why we're revisiting an archive piece. But this isn't really a piece worth archiving, folks. It was a cute dress, but it became basic because, like, every average bitch wore it. So I never bought it. And you know I love... You know I love a pink tulle strapless. I have several in my closet. In fact, I was going to dress up as a Barbie this year for Halloween and couldn't convince Wes to be my Ken. So we decided to sidestep that. But I bought a new pink dress for the occasion, which I realized was decadent. That was indulgent of me. But I just couldn't repeat one of my favorite past hits, even though I have literally 10 dresses in my closet that could work for a Barbie costume. So that more on that for another day. And speaking of cheap shit like H&M collabs, M. Rada did a collab with Nasty Gal. And 
it is painful to me how much I love it all because it's all zebra, sequin, and blue, a really good color of blue, like a cerulean. Don't want to quote Devil Wears Prada because I hate Anne Hathaway, but that's neither here nor there. It's all so cute. They had this really cute zebra jacket that sold out, and I really can't stand Emrata because she's always got her tea tats out. She always pretends that she's like eating ice cream and then walking her dog in a crop top. And I'm like, dude, you have not eaten a grain in a month. You've been living off the green juice and almonds. So like, let's just stop pretending. I don't like that inauthenticity. Olivia, you know who else used to do that was Olivia Culpo. She did that for a long time. And I've noticed she's kind of stopped doing that because it's like, no one likes you and no one likes that. Actually, everyone likes you, but no one likes that. And speaking of pretending to eat, Kristen Cavallari just posted a story of the fact that she ate carbs and Justin Anderson didn't eat carbs. That's her hairstylist. I'm real over it. Like big time, big time, bro. Way over it. She's like, I'll just work out extra hard on Monday. It's like, please shut up. I can see like the 405 between your legs. Okay. It's like, there's a huge, you have a huge thigh gap. You live at the soul cycle. I just don't want to hear it. I know that you're going to Orange Theory. I don't want to hear it. And I know that you are also not eating the carbs. I know you're not. You're a liar. <sighs> Wes just got me Baja Fresh, so bless him. I was overserved last night to no fault of my own. I just kept ordering martinis, and that was that. So I guess Sober October's out the window, guys. Cheers. I lasted 20 days, but this... The launch of the podcast really, really changed it up for me. So I, I thought, you know, these moments are few and far between in life. And if I want to celebrate with a bit of champs and vodka, I'm going to do just that. So who can blame me? Another one that's really getting under my skin these days is Jesse James Decker. And she's getting under my skin because I'm completely jealous of her life. She basically has had a zillion children. They're all cute. Really cute, actually. The daughter's even cute. And usually the daughters become gremlins because they look like their dads. But in this case, her dad is fine. Also, she's posting all these sex photos that are basically porn with her husband, and he's like all about it. And I think most men would agree that they would go gay for And I know women are all about it, but I think even the men could get on board with Eric Decker. He's pretty much a really dumb, beautiful specimen. But She's got it going on, you know. She also gets all the free Charlotte Tilbury makeup. And I have to say, that's not cheap. Even for an influencer like myself with 3,000 followers, that is not cheap. Okay, guys, it's a joke. They don't sponsor me, all right? I have to buy it. (sighs) Irritating. I actually bought a set of headbands from her BFF makeup artist girl, Jessie something. I don't know. She's, She's the cute blonde one. She has great makeup tutorials to watch about which products are best. I actually spent like a G at Sephora afterward after watching a make. That's, you know what? That's why it's not good to watch makeup tutorials because really the key to good makeup is just having a lot of money. It's not even the way you put it on. It's just like slap a bunch of good shit on your face and it'll probably turn out pretty decent. I could probably have Wes do my makeup with the stuff she recommends and it turn out okay. Anyway, getting back to Jesse and Eric Decker. Then she puts out this cookbook, which I have to say I've thought about ordering multiple times. 
but I don't like to read cookbooks and I also don't like to follow recipes. So it's like, it's really just one of those aspirational items that it's like, I'm going to have it and just feel better and more at peace once I have it, but never look at it and never read it or try a recipe. But she has some kind of cool things in there. And her and Kristen Cavallari are doing this with the cookbook thing. I'm like, okay, super moms, we get it. And you know, you're not the only ones pulling it off. My husband and son, and by son, I mean my dog, love my homemade meals. Now, I may not look like a supermodel while I make it, and I may not have a South Beach diet body, but I make a damn good homemade meal. Except I've noticed Wes stops eating things out of the crock pot. When I make a crock pot dish, he's like, ugh, the slop again. So I, I need to be a little less lazy with it. So I thought maybe I'll order one of these gals' cookbooks and try some new recipes. And then I thought, you know what? Fuck this. I could infuse avocado into ice cream myself, okay? I can mix lavender and bourbon myself. I have great ideas about flavors. The point is to say, I think Kristen Cavallari is making some real bad choices right about now. And I am curious what has gone on behind closed doors with Jay Cutler. He seems like a fair amount of a sociopath. What gave that away to me was when he was incessantly watching his deer cam. Instead of doing anything productive, he was really into his raccoon camera there for a while and his deer cam. And I felt like... Man, this guy needs to buy a vowel. I don't have all day here to sit around and watch this, but she's now hanging out with a comedian who, best thing never happened in that guy's career. Her top three worst choices look a little something like this. She's hanging out with a comedian, A. She's pretending to eat carbs, B. No one likes that. And C, she's putting her ass up on a boat, ass out, thong bathing suit, And I'm all about showing off the goods, but you know you're going to get shit for that. And it just, it looks a little thirsty, desperate. I hate to say it, guys. I'm all about body positivity, sex positivity, whatever, but it's a little bit like, okay, dude, you've always been hot. You've literally always gotten attention for being hot. That's why you're still famous. So we don't need to see it. Keep some things to the imagination. Do you guys remember on her show? very cavalry when she had her customers come out and she was trying to figure out like how to develop her product line and, and see about like what she should make for her next collection. And her customers literally said like, Oh, we don't really give a shit about your jewelry. Like we just buy pieces for because we like you and we know about your family. Was that the dumbest thing to ever happen in reality television? Oh, we don't really like the jewelry, but we just like you and like knowing what's going on with you. I mean, way to make your product look like a piece of shit. But anyway, the e-network is going up in flames. They don't have very cavalier anymore, which, by the way, if I never had to see that Britney's boyfriend, what was his name? Judd or something? That's not it. Fire? It was some, some like, sound. Oh, what was his name? Stone. God, he was the worst. And that Britney girl was also the worst because she was hung up on him for way too long. I was like, he is disgusting and he doesn't love you. So you did the math here. Anyway, point is they don't have that show anymore. They don't have Jay Cutler looking at the raccoons anymore. They don't have Kardashians anymore. I mean, they have it this season, but that's it. And Morgan Stewart's pregnant. So they are completely effed. I think the network will not exist anymore. They don't even have Joel McHale. He can't resurrect it. 
Anyway, send up a special prayer for them. Speaking of people I need less from, is Matthew McConaughey bored? Because he's doing a lot of odd job projects. I just saw him on the NFL package, Sunday package. He is also on the Calm app doing voice narration. And he's driving around in cars on our television. So I'm like, you need a day off, sir. We've all kicked our feet up this 2020, and I think that you should follow suit. Also, your voice is creepy. Furthermore, he's growing out his tendrils. You know, those little curly cues that are coming out of the back of his neck. I don't want to be mean, but they honestly look like, well, you know what they look like. They look like hair that grows on the privates. Okay. Also, he's putting this product in them that makes them look really greasy and wet. It's, it's honestly disgusting. It's all I can think about when I look at it. Now, hopefully you will too. So we're all in the same boat together, folks. I don't mean to be a bully, but it had to be said. You know, you smoke too much weed and don't wear enough deodorant, and this is how it ends up turning out for you. So, okay, well, how do you like that? That's 25 minutes of hot topics, everyone. So I tried to flip it around this time and do topics prior to shows. So I hope you loved it so much. One of the other notes I got, some feedback, was that my vocal fry is too poppin', literally too poppin'. I just have to say that my sexy Lindsay Lohan voice is one of my best attributes, and I'd prefer if you would get on board. Thanks very much. Actually, you know, my nickname, Lino, came from the fact that Lindsay Lohan had the nickname Lilo. So people use the same concept with me. My maiden name is Nolan. And when I lived in LA, specifically when I was doing some time in Glendale, and by time I don't mean prison time, I mean work, a lot of the Armenians would read my ID. And this is at the this is like 2007 when Lindsay Lohan is popping off. They would read my ID and be like, oh, I thought this said Lindsay Lohan. And I'm like, well, I too can be found at a kitchen. You know, that's not a far cry. May she rest in peace. I have this idea for a product line or like a kid's line where it's like inappropriate celebrity innuendos. So like instead of like a, a Where's Waldo book, you could do like a Where's Lindsay Lohan book and then just do like her greatest hits of insane behavior. So like dancing on Molly and Mykonos on a boat could be one. And then the other one could be like running out of a car or running next to a car. Another one could be showing her snatch with Britney Spears. So all strong ideas. I also had this idea to do like a Barbie line that's like a hangover Barbie. And she has like a liquid IV in her arm. And it comes with like a blowfish package and, you know, like a Gatorade bottle. Like I'm like, that would be a hit as like a bachelorette party gift. Anyway, if you're out there, Mattel. I'll take my 15%. Anyway, the kids these days, you know, they're not so much into the Barbies. They're not so much into the Where's Waldo books. What they're really into is a Timothy Chalamet and a Harry Styles. And I just would like to know when we made the switch from being a society that praises women who look like they only do cocaine and don't eat to a society that praises men who only do cocaine and donate. This is a new one for me. You know, I'm really shocked that women, young women these days are like, you know, I love his bony, petite little figure and the black circles under his eyes. That's a new one for me. And have you seen those pictures of Timothy Chalamet and 
Lily Rose Depp, Johnny Depp's daughter, making out. It's not exactly what I would call seductive. Pretty embarrassing. He's even come out and said those photos are so embarrassing. I guess they look like they've never kissed before and they're like in love and everything. So anyway, old news, fake news, old news. Has anyone been watching Dancing with the Stars? Or is it just me and my 85-year-old grandmother? Seriously, it's one of the things we talk about often. But I think this year, now, I'm not a big dancing show person or a big performance show, competition show person of any kind. I can barely get through The Voice or American Idol. But I feel that the casting this season of Dancing with the Stars is so strong. First of all, Tyra as the host is a freaking train wreck. I know it's a really hard gig because you have to be so off the cuff and so quick, but it's funny that her little quips are so like awkward and okay, go ahead, go relax, go relax. She's always telling people to relax. I'm like, why don't you relax? You need a sedative. So that's one thing about it that can't be unseen. Also, Derek Huff is a Pomeranian. I've decided that Derek Huff looks like a Spanish conquistador. I mean, he's just always so like pumped up and his hair is so perfectly quaffed and he's wearing all this, all these male accessories, like these little pins and flowers and brooches. And he's just so beautiful, that man. Now I know he's an asshole. I do know that. I know that not as like a person, but just as like someone to date. I know someone who dated him and he was somewhat of a prick kind of being full of himself and not really calling back and just really thinking he's hot shit. Sort of like a Ryan Seacrest vibe, you know, where it's like, bro, okay, your shoes are like pink. Let's just relax right now, okay? In the words of Tyron, yeah, just go to the green room and relax. Yeah, Derek Huff needs to take a page out of that book. Relax. But I do love him as a judge, and I miss Len Goodman zero amount. The amount of zero. None. Goodbye. Worst part of COVID, Len Goodman lost his job, said no one ever. So there's that. Also, the casting for the show has really been so strong. Anne Heche is my absolute favorite. She's a GD shaman. I had no idea what she did for the gay rights because Ellen DeGeneres freaking hates her. And she's, you know, there can only be one gay queen and it's Ellen. So... I didn't know that Anne Heche got so blackballed so hard, and that was really eye-opening to me. She's also literally the grown-up version of my friend Charlotte, like with the deep, raspy voice and like the hilarious anecdotes and just sort of like being flighty and a free spirit. To give you a point of reference, my friend Charlotte showed up to my wedding in a sweatshirt. She looked beautiful, but she was wearing a sweatshirt over her dress. She had a bottle of champagne in her hand and her tit fell out on stage at my wedding. So that helpfully gives you point of reference as to where I'm at with Anne Heche. And by the way, Charlotte would not mind me sharing this at all whatsoever. It's, she's an icon in her own right, and she's actually getting married soon. So RIP to those fun memories with her. Anyway, then we have Johnny Weir, who is very fun to watch. He's the former Olympic skater. And by the way, I hate when they freaking have an Olympic skater because it's like, oh, really? 
the Olympic skater doesn't know how to dance. I mean, come on. That's not really a level playing field. He obviously knows how to dance, and he's very good. And what's interesting about him, though, is I'm so fascinated on Dance with the Stars, how they do all the costumes. Because first, they have a huge costume department to turn out those costumes every week. And just the level of Swarovski crystal that's on each costume, you guys, that is like a three-person job. So I know from experience because I've done a lot of performance stage costumes. So the fact that there are, you know, what is it, 15 contestants or something that all have to have custom costumes every week and so do the pros, it's a massive, massive undertaking. So it's just a very impressive thing, especially when they do like a breakaway look, like when Anne Heche had the, she had this like Batwing costume that turned into like a Rainbow Warrior I think she danced to the Katy Perry song. And I thought, Katy Perry really has some bops that she doesn't get credit for because she wears all the ugliest clown shit lately. Have you been seeing this? And like, enough. Like, at a certain point, you're 35, enough with the gimmick, okay? How about just be yourself? I don't think you need to do all the crazy stuff. But then, you know, I find, like when she did the Harleys in Hawaii video, I find that it just doesn't land when she looks normal. You're like, well, who's that? Who's this basic B? So uh, it's a tough place to live for her. Anyway, she's got some bops. She doesn't get enough credit for it, in my opinion. She's too busy dyeing her hair. So going back to the casting, Johnny Weir, he's so, it's so interesting because I'm thinking he's, I mean, he's a gay man from what I know, I believe. And I don't know how he identifies or whatever. I don't know any of that. Or if that's even related, I don't know. Don't get. I'm not trying to get in trouble. I, I think he's a great dancer, is my point. But I, what I'm wondering is, you know, there's traditionally a male role in dance and a female role in dance. And I was wondering, how are they going to make that happen for him where he's not, is he the lead? And I feel like the dances are geared so that he never really has to take a quintessential, like, quote-unquote, lead. They kind of have similar matching costumes where they both kind of look gender neutral. And then they also, it doesn't really seem like one is necessarily leading the other. Like, they seem like equal partners, which I think is just really interesting to watch. It's just interesting. So I really like what they do, and I think that it's really relevant right now to, you know, just this moment in time and what everyone wants to see, inclusivity and all of that. I've been a little bit disappointed by Jesse Metcalf. Now, I was last exposed to Jesse Metcalf and John Tucker Must Die, and I've literally seen nothing other than John Tucker Must Die. And then, you know, Kara Santana was always posting photos with him. And I never thought about them ever again because I was like, they're annoying. Their relationship is annoying. I'm unfollowing this girl and whatever. So then when I see him on Dancing with the Stars, I go back, I go to a dark place on the Instagram spiral, and I'm like, oh, you know, I haven't seen many photos of them together. I've been seeing her, but not him. What, like, whatever happened to their thing? I, I just assumed that they were still together. Well, lo and behold, he was running around with other models that were not cute, by the way, on her. And I just, it's always weird when someone's just saying, like, doing photos with their boyfriend every day, and it's just, it's almost like staking their claim. And I love a love gush post. You all know I post a love gush about Wes Evans at least once a week. But I don't know, something about their relationship just struck me as off. And sure enough, it was because he was having an affair. So anyway, 
He comes on the dance floor, and I think he's kind of suave, but the judges are just beating him, and they're like, bro, you're not giving it to us. Because he's looking down like like the thug that he is, like he's dancing in the club, like looking at the floor and looking at the booty and whatever. No, no, no. Can't do that. Got to hold your frame, keep your head up, whatever. I don't care. Point being, he, this last week, dedicated a song to his, you know, just for context, everyone's saying, oh, I'm dedicating this to my partner. I'm dedicating this to my grandma. She raised me. I'm dedicating this to my mom. She moved from the Philippines, whatever. He goes, yeah, I'm dedicating this song to my car. I really have a love, a deep love of vintage cars. I'm like, uh, how did this guy even get Kara Santana? Because he sounds like a moron. Now, I understand that you are want to be Jesse James, but it's kind of getting weird in his old age. It's kind of getting like, oh, you're like a creepy unmarried guy now. You're not like the hot young gardener anymore. You're like creep. You're like a creep. That's what you are. So he won't be getting my vote. I haven't decided who my vote's going to. You know, I've worked with Vernon Davis. He's a total doll. Very sweet. And I can't believe he is younger than Wes. Don't tell him I said this, but I mean, he looks like he could be, I just feel that he looks like he could be my father, Wes's father. He's like 35. What? That blew my mind. Anyways, from the Redskins, but that's offensive. So don't call them that. It's the Washington football team, guys. Get it, get it down. So we got him. Who else do we have? Oh, we have Jenny Mai. She is sort of, uh, she came out of left field for me because I didn't really know much about her. She's on that show, I think, The Real. I didn't really know much about her, but I liked her on this show until this last episode when I saw all of her tattoos. And I don't mean to be discriminatory, but her tattoos are ugly as sin. So I am now discriminating. Also, I saw that when she was dancing, one of her hoop earrings went flying. And I just thought, oh, God. Oh, God. My PTSD came back for the stylist who is going to have to go scavenge. You know, fortunately, there's no studio audience because that thing would have been long gone. But they're going to have to go scavenge through the set, ask the grips. Have you seen an earring? Have you seen an earring? You know, these are $45,000. Just kidding. They would never do that. That would be so dumb. It's going to be like, who didn't give her the earring backing? We're always securing earrings from this point on. Make sure there's extra earring backings in every wardrobe change. And oh my God, I can hear it now. I can hear it now. Oof. Speaking of performance wear, Noah Cyrus. Not sure if you've heard of her. She's Miley Cyrus's sister. She's really making no qualms about being a direct copy of Miley. She's showing up naked to award shows and singing mediocre music. And I like her song, but I'm like, good for you. You know, own it's on brand for the Cyruses. Own it. And I really admire that Trish Cyrus just doesn't give a fuck as a momager. She's like, yeah, I'm coming to this after party, dude. I freaking birthed you. I think the least you can do is get me an invite to an after party. That's like a Dina Lohan move. I applaud it. It's a Kris Jenner. Love it. Sooner or later, Trish Cyrus is going to be dating. She, she might be dating Vernon Davis. I'm kidding. He's very happily married. I'm just kidding. That was a joke. Anyway, as you can imagine, of course, people messaged me after Tyra came out in that corseted look. It couldn't be unseen and it was truly bad. But I also feel like, she, you know, she was committed to looking like 
the Ursula character from The Little Mermaid with the wet hair. And I thought, yeah, this is a vibe. I mean, it's a vibe. I didn't say it's a good vibe, but it is a vibe. Well, then they went to 70s night, I think, the next night was. Now, I'm not totally up to date, but, you know, I'm we're all doing the best we can here. They did 70s night, and she her glam was super on point, like makeup on point, wardrobe changes on point. I almost feel like they gave her more wardrobe changes to be like, we don't freaking know anymore what the public likes because we're, we've all been inside for seven months. So we're just going to keep changing her outfit and like hope that one of them's good. And I applaud that in a, in a person. Now, her stylist, if they weren't fired, which I don't know, I haven't looked into it because I honestly don't care enough. But her stylist absolutely had an aneurysm. The worst thing that can happen to your client is for them to become the laughing stock of an entire new show that they're on. And that's basically what they achieved with that Ursula look. So if they're still around, you know, good luck to you. I can't imagine that's an easy gig, uh, especially right now. I'm, I'm sure no one trusts you anymore. So you've completely lost your voice of reason. And you're probably being treated terribly every day. But that's maybe that's just my experience. <laughs> Well, the last thing I want to get to are, of course, the Kardashians. I couldn't go an episode without talking about them. But also, I had some viewer questions, and by viewers, I mean listeners, about Kim Kardashian's butt and whether or not it's fake. My answer to that question is, use your eyes. Her butt absolutely has been injected with something. I don't think she got a butt implant necessarily. I think what she gets are those fat injections where they like repurpose the fat in your body to your butt. But what bothers me about Kim's plastic surgery is that she never addresses the fact that she's gotten her boobs done. And I'm like, if we're just, if we're calling a spade a spade and we know you do the filler and we know you do the other stuff, can you just say what it is? I know you're trying to be all aspirational and everything, but everyone gets their boobs done in Hollywood. I mean, ever seen a real housewife? So can we just address it? I, I would just feel better if it was all out there before they left, you know, the, the face of E. So I think that maybe should be the finale episode, just a suggestion. Also, Kim just had her 40th birthday party. I'm not really understanding the timeline of how this lines up because as far as I know, her 40th birthday was this week. But the birthday party was filmed a while back, so I'm just a little bit confused, but I freaking loved that gold dress she wore. I thought the concept for the birthday parties was super cute and how Mindy Lamb was their childhood party planner. And like, I hope she was just starting her business and it wasn't like actually an extravagant birthday. But it's pretty funny. I just love that Chris was so bougie from the jump. I really applaud people like that that are just like, yeah, I'm doing the most. And now as I say this, I'm realizing that I am one of those people. So, But I wouldn't go to the extreme of hiring a party planner, but I would go all in for a party. So that's some food for thought. That's That's for the next call with my therapist, I suppose. Anyway, I found it interesting that for the 40th birthday episode that Kylie was the Rob was there and Kylie was not there. And I'm like, this bitch doesn't give a fuck. How annoyed must Kylie's friends be having to pretend to like Stormy? Because it's like, no one wants a screaming three-year-old around when you're 22 and hungover. Okay. And there's just no freaking way her friends are like, oh good, Stormy's coming. Fun. Yeah, that'll be great. 
Not a chance. Not a chance. But they all have to pretend. I just know it's the most insincere thing in the world. Anyway, Kylie doesn't kind of anything because she doesn't care. And I respect it. And then um, Tristan and Chloe are back together. So give that time. I feel like they're kind of not ever going to really announce it. And it's just going to be a thing of like, did you notice in this episode how they were just like in the car together? It was just kind of like expected that they're together. Like, yeah, we're true's parents. Why wouldn't we be together? But it's also like, yeah, but you, he cheated on you with like seven people. So maybe you could socially distance from him. Just an idea. Anyway, then, you know, prior to getting Kim ready for this episode, they have to call her stylist. And I noticed in this scene where Chloe's on the phone with the stylist I think Chloe's done something to her chin. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if it's filler in her chin. Like, it just feels like her chin from that side view is like much more protruding. She was wearing an Adidas outfit, so I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on that. If you noticed that too, because I was like, "Whoa, bro, you look like Jay Leno with that chin." Anyway, and then I'm thinking, oh god, the show's ending, and Kim's stylist is just now getting the reveal. Like. What a dagger. I feel like Kim's like, okay, fuck it. We'll show my stylist now because the show's ending and because, you know, so she gets a million Instagram followers now. Who cares? Who cares? Because for a while she was like hiding her stylist and pretending that she and Kanye did everything. And, you know, I love that in authenticity. That's, you know, it makes them a brand. Part of what makes them a brand. I'm really all about the Kanye lately. I think that he really technically is a genius. And ever since I saw him in the David Letterman show, I'm thinking he just constantly pushing the boundaries of perspective. And he's always trying to look at things from a different perspective. And I think while it's probably a lot to live with and to be with all the time, I think that's so important. Like just because the world says we need to look at things one way Who's to say? We can't look at it another way. So I do feel like there's a good message in there, even if it's really poorly communicated and sounds like a crazy rant. Good stuff. Good stuff. So just to wrap it up here, I noticed that everyone is trying to make Wyoming happen. And I just want to assure all of you that I will never be making Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, any of these places happen. A, I don't know where they are exactly. I couldn't find them on a map if my life depended on it. I honestly could not. That's just, that's not even being dramatic. But now I've found that because these like influencers like the Kardashians or, you know, other people have gone to these like dude ranches in Wyoming and Montana, people are doing their birthdays there. Like Kelly Dodd, for instance, from Real Housewives of Orange County has just done a birthday thing in Montana where she's wearing all this turquoise jewelry. And I'm like, this isn't a thing, guys. Let's stop make this. Stop trying to make it happen. Stop trying to make fetch happen. I know cowhide is like really in right now in cowhide prints. Uh, you can thank Danielle Bernstein for that gem. But I will never be found on a dude ranch. I can assure you of that. I like riding a horse for like an hour. And then I'm like, okay, my butt hurts and you're going slow. Wes and I went to Mount Vernon the other day. And in case you don't know what that is, that's where George Washington lived. And we're really cultured. So we do things like that sometimes. No, honestly, I'm just like, if if I have to watch one more fucking weekend of football, and then he takes me to go do stuff like this. So 
That's how we keep the peace over here during COVID. But we went over there and I saw that George had a really pretty golden carriage. And I was thinking, this would be dope to just like ride around the street in this big carriage pulled by horses. But then I thought, oh, take forever to get anywhere, you know? But I'm like, wouldn't this be fun to just like rent this for a day and like be in costume? And he looked at me like I was insane. But I bet he'll do it for me one time. I'm going to manifest it. I bet he will. I want to I want to like recreate that scene from Housewives of Orange County where like Vicky and Tamara and Shannon all show up in the Marie Antoinette costumes to the tea party. That would be so freaking iconic. Anyway, okay, last thing about Housewives. Heather Dubrow is moving to Idaho. She's getting a house in Idaho. Now, I don't know why, but everyone's trying to make Idaho happen. Speaking of Wyoming and Montana, now Idaho. I've heard it's a great place to live. And there's another place I'll never be caught dead. So then again, you know, never say never. I never thought I'd be living in Northern Virginia again, but here we are. Stranger things have happened. All right, guys. On that note, I had a great time with you today. I did this podcast after one too many champs last night, and I I hope it was fun. I think it was fun. I had a good time. So if you loved it, hope you did subscribe. That means press the subscribe button on the Apple iTunes. It's right next to my picture. You can't miss it. And then also rate. So give me a five star rating if you love it. And you can leave a little review. Just that's just a little comment. It could be one sentence. Just be like, this is so funny. I love it. That really helps me get visibility on iTunes. Okay. The other thing you could do is share my podcast to your Instagram story or your Facebook and just leave a little message like, this is so fun. This is so funny. I too hate Tristan Thompson, et cetera, et cetera. Would love to hear from you. I'm also going to start a Facebook page where you can talk about the show and, you know, hopefully make new friends and um, say what you liked about it, say what you didn't like, ask any questions you may have for me. I really love when you guys give me feedback. So just keep bringing it on. Ask me questions, bring on the feedback. Do you want more glam tips? Because I'm not really giving those and I feel like I should be. It's all just so second nature. I don't know. Anyway, that's all I have for today. Love you lots. Bye.